Hey guys, I'm Sage, and this is the Iconic Dollcast. On this podcast, I'll be talking about iconic dolls and their cultural impact over time. As a longtime doll collector, I thought it would be interesting to go back and research all about the dolls that I had growing up. This includes everything from Barbie to Britney, all the way to American Girls, and so much more. I specialize in making customized versions of the Britney Spears doll. If you haven't yet, give me a follow on Instagram, Britney Spears Custom Dolls, on TikTok, Britney Spears Dolls, and Twitter, B Spears Dolls. You can also follow the official podcast Instagram, Iconic Dollcast. Sage, thank you for tuning in to the Iconic Dollcast. We are here for a little bit of a fun bonus episode. So I obviously just wrapped up with all five of the doll lines that I wanted to talk about this season, but I really wanted to do something special, and I I had an amazing time talking to Mal and Seth about the American Girl dolls, but I really wanted to bring on someone who kind of had the exact same experience as me growing up with American Girls you know, back in the day. (laughs) So I am so excited today. I have my best friend, Andrea, joining me. Andrea runs the TikTok and Instagram accounts, Masavino, please. And she is, I'll have her explain it all to you, but she is a wine connoisseur. She's all into natural wines and it's amazing. But before I start this, I want to explain something because it's going to confuse people, I'm sure. Andrea and I have been best friends for, I think, like, going on 13 years now. It's been a long time. We did our college experience together, had a blast, and we connected on so many levels, especially with American Girl. It's something that we both grew up with. We both had Josefina as our first American Girl doll. We love her. We love them all, but Josefina is our queen, but... Something kind of funny is we both call each other Trish. So Trish is our nickname. It is a Spice World reference. If you know, you know. <laughs> but it confuses people. So I'm so certain that when we're that when we're talking, I will refer to each other as Trish. Just know that Trish is both of us. <laughs> and um, I'll try my best not to confuse you guys. But this is just a fun little bonus episode, and again, thank you guys for tuning in. I hope you have enjoyed the first season of the Iconic Dollcast. Can't wait to put more out. Look out for some release dates on that soon, but here is my interview with Andrea. Okay, Trish, I'm so excited. I thought I'd do something fun for the last episode and interview someone I'm best friends with. And obviously, I'm talking about American Girl, and we have just such a connection with that. Thanks, Trish. Thanks for having me on here. Before we get into that, Andrea runs the account Masvino, please, on all social media platforms. And she's basically a wine connoisseur. I don't know if that's the right way to explain it. I'm going to let her do that. So Trish, what is Masvino, please? Why is it like the greatest thing ever? Thanks, Trish. Um, Well, I mean, yeah, I guess you could call me a connoisseur of sorts. Um, But Masvino, please, is a 
virtual community, a platform, a space that I created online originally just through TikTok, where I was posting wine content, wine reviews, wine recommendations, wine education, terms people should know. And it kind of grew into this community of people who wanted to learn about wine in a way that was fun and approachable and easy and didn't require tons of, you know, studying and classes and certification and all this sort of like stuffy stuff that wine is kind of known to be about. It's a very, I think, like um, a modern approach to learning about wine today. People are excited to learn about wine just for fun and just to enjoy what when they eat or when they go out. And it doesn't need to be, you know, this like really like fine dining kind of thing like it was maybe 20 or 30 years ago. And so Mosfino Please um, creates content on TikTok, uh, creates content on Instagram to just continue to teach people and encourage them on their journey and to create like a safe space and community for people to ask questions about recommendations for wine. Um, I also have a newsletter called Mosfino Please, the newsletter, and the newsletter is on Substack. Specifically, when I talk about wine, I talk about natural wine and Natural wine is sort of a movement within the movement of wine that really leans into transparency, sustainability, ethical practices when it comes to producing wine. I just like love being a source and a resource for folks who want to learn about wine and natural wine where they can just come and ask questions and meet other people through events that I host that are just sort of like ways that people can look behind the curtain of wine and get involved with it themselves and feel more welcomed in a space that maybe they're not familiar with or comfortable in. Yeah. And it's really cool. And, you know, it's only fitting that we're talking about American girl today because I love learning and I feel like your videos are very (laughs) informational. And guys, if you're planning on rereading the American girl doll books, like I did, Go check out Mas Vino, please, because she will tell you the best wines. She will tell you all about the wines and you can pick your favorite wine to drink while you're reading these historical stories. Exactly. I love a good glass of wine and a good book. That is one of my favorite Sunday plans. So if you need some wine recommendations to go with your reading journey, your book club, your Netflix shows, whatever, I got you covered. I got the recommendations for it. Now the question is, Trish, after this, are you going to reread an American Girl book? Okay, I'm actually like intrigued. Yeah, it's been a really long time since I have read American Girl books. I think I actually picked one up not that long ago, maybe like two years ago, I think it was. Um, My mom was cleaning out the garage and she came across a bunch of old American doll merch things I had, mostly books. And I was like flipping through it because I was like, wow, I haven't like read one of these in a long time. I read so many of those as a kid. I don't, I don't think I read all of them, but I read a lot of them. And of all the dolls, definitely like at least one. Um, and the dolls, all their books, some of them a little bit less. That was like, like I'm such a history nerd and history buff. Like I love, I feel like that's also something we bond over is we love yes. a good history, a good mystery, a good period piece. Like, and I feel like American girl was that 
entrance for me as a kid and like fostered so much curiosity of like history and cultures and just like understanding people who are different than me and people like with histories or backgrounds or family different than mine obviously they're not real people of course right but like and they from different eras but it gave me a really good understanding of how people who are different than me or not from where I'm from not from the era that I'm from lived and interacted and like went about their life which I think is really interesting and I don't know that that's ever really been done before except for maybe the this is going to be a sex in the city uh, reference but the Madame Alexander dolls <laughs> me okay, <laughs> that's all I I'm going to say <laughs> I didn't <laughs> I didn't have any of those oh, I don't even know if those are real or what they are they are yeah, yeah they I are. figured they're like the generation before us or before before us but American Girl was like our 90s intro to that. Yeah, American Girl is definitely one of the first, if not the first, mass-produced doll that focused on history. I mean, these dolls are so unique. The first of their kind, I really think. And for me, I feel the same way. It was my first introduction into history. And part of the reason I really like enjoy learning, I honestly think, is because I loved mm-hmm. learning about these girls growing up. And it was so cool to learn about these time periods that, you know, we'd briefly hear about in school. You know, mm-hmm. we, we are from the gen- the last generation that taught things like the Civil War in elementary school. And mm-hmm. I, I just felt like they were a big, a big learning tool for me, especially with like the, I mean, I've always been obsessed with dolls, but just what an incredible thing to have these historically accurate stories that come with just like the perfect visual aid. Yeah. It's, it's a perfect visual aid and it's something that made me interested and I wanted to learn more about it. Yeah, I feel like the attention to detail in the dolls is what like makes them so captivating for kids to learn. Like you, you see the doll, like you said, it's a visual aid and you see like the way her hair was or the clothes that she's wearing. For example, like Josefina had her little moccasins, her little like suede little booties. I don't know if it's really suede, but like they're like little. It looks like suede. Yeah, it looks like it. And so there's all these details or like, oh, my God, don't even get me started on the furniture, which we'll get into. But yes, yeah, the attention to detail, really what just like incentivizes you to engage with the history of the doll. Absolutely. And I do, I do a solo episode before I do my interview episode. And that is something I talked about extensively. It's like, not only was the visual aid a doll, but like there was furniture, historically accurate furniture, you know, mini food supplies of whatever they had, or like um, Molly, for instance, comes with like a little pamphlet and it's for like the lend a hand competition, which was a real thing in 1944 when kids were trying to raise raise money for the war effort and Mm -hmm. it's just the attention to detail is absolutely insane it's intriguing and though it's like maybe a little bit hard for a younger kid to understand I think the visual aid is what really brings it to life for kids it makes it easier for kids to fully grasp you know what the situations were I already know the answer to this but let's just let's just talk about it who is your chosen American Girl doll who is it Okay, well, my chosen is our girl, Josefina. Yes. Josefina Montoya. Love her. But funny story. Interesting story. Okay, so 
So when I first got introduced to American girls, I was like, it was in the, I was in the first grade, I would say. So I was about seven. I don't think I had heard about them prior to the first grade. Me I'm either. Pretty sure, Me I'm either. pretty sure I did not. Cause I wouldn't, I wouldn't know. But, um, so I, I don't know how exactly, like, I don't think any of my friends had American, like there were girls in my class that had American girls, but we weren't allowed to bring like toys or dolls or anything to school. Cause we went to like a private school. So did you sneak her in your backpack? No, no, so, like, I did. Nobody, <laughs> but like people weren't just like bringing their dolls to school. So I wasn't really sure if anyone, I don't, I don't know how I found out about them actually, but all I know is that these American girl catalogs started arriving to my house. I don't know if my mom signed up for them somehow or how I got on the mailing list, but they started showing up and I was so fascinated, Trish. I would like scour through the catalog. Like every, I think they sent one once a month. Yeah. And like, I would always, I would just like look through, look through, like look at all the dolls, look at all the options, look at all the clothes. Every doll, as we know, comes with six different versions of itself. Right. So the Christmas doll, the birthday doll, um, the adventure doll, the summer doll, whatever. Right. And so like, and each one of those dolls came with all her accessories and her furniture and all the things just got me like so excited. And the one I first absolutely fucking adored was Samantha. Like, I just, I was like, Oh my God, like this is the doll that I identify with. And I thought she was like so cool. And I read all of her books and I was like so obsessed and I wanted a Samantha doll. And I like, was like, this is what I want for Christmas. Mom, this is it. This is the one, this is the one. Cause she asked me which one I wanted. And so Christmas rolls around and I swear American girl released Josefina, which by the way, I called her Josefina for like my whole life until pretty recently. <laughs> and I speak Josefina. <laughs> I call her Josefina forever, but whatever. Um, she, they, American girl is smart. They released her one month before Christmas, 1997. And my mom had already ordered me Samantha for Christmas, but Josephina arrives in the cattle, the Christmas catalog. And she is so gorgeous. She had the cutest outfit, her long, dark braid. And then this is what sold me her Christmas outfit. She had a black veil, a black lace veil. Like the fashion drama in me was like, oh my God. She had a black and yellow long dress. Obviously you remember it. And her veil. And I was like, (gasps) (laughs) I want that one. I want her like, that's it, mom. That's the one. I need that veil. I don't know why I'm so obsessed with the veil. Like it was like literally my favorite part of it. And my mom was like, fuck. She was like, she had already bought me the Samantha. So she had to return Samantha and order Josefina. And then I got her for Christmas. So I got that Christmas, first grade Christmas, I got Josefina with her standard outfit. And then I also got her Christmas outfit. The best. So Josefina. Josefina. (laughs) Josefina. My grandma would not let me say her name any other way. (laughs) Um, so she, my grandparents are really into New Mexican art and, you know, for uh, the first half of my life, we went to Santa Fe every single summer and 
Josefina was my very first American girl as well. And obviously my grandma got me her because she was into it, but I mm-hmm. literally loved her so much. And it's, it's so funny that she is our first because she is actually, uh, yeah, she is the last original American girl doll that was done by the company, Pleasant Company. Mm-hmm. And then Mattel mm-hmm. bought them and everything. So Kit- is part of Mattel? Yes. Everyone oh. after everyone after Josefina is Mattel. How much were the dolls? How much were the dolls uh like when they were released back then in like 97? I want to say for us the dolls were $98 and then That's cheap. It is cheap <laughs> nowadays. <laughs> um I feel like they were $98 plus um you could get you could get a soft cover book or a hard cover book and that was like $10 that. and then if you wanted the accessories they were 20 extra dollars. But the cool thing now is the dolls are $150. But that includes everything, the book, the doll and the accessories. So they kind of clumped it into one rather than having because I had a few of them where I mean my grandma was really into these as well I had a few of them where we didn't get the accessories for them Mm -hmm. um because it costed extra and you know as I grew I I wasn't trying to get kids accessories you know what I mean yeah but I was obsessed I mean I wish I I I didn't get any of the furniture um I wish my mom had let me get like her bed her loom like there was like all these like cool things that came with her and I wish I had them that like that would have I mean I was already so obsessed it didn't matter but like that would have really just like sealed the deal for me I love like little details like that it just brings the doll to life yeah fun fact so my grandpa is like a a super artist like he can do anything and he actually made me Josefina's bed oh I love yeah I still have it it's a little and he made it a little bit bigger just so I could put all my American all your girl dolls. dolls in it. Yeah. I'll oh have God, to show so it to you cute. sometime. Yeah. It yeah. looks, ju- it looks just like it. Oh my gosh. Uh, so cute. Yeah. And so the whole thing with American girls is just this amazing history that we're learning. Did your parents use those books as a learning tool for you? They definitely, I don't know if it was intentional by my parents, like, oh, we want to teach her about history using this, but it was for me, no matter what, because like, I just, I was, I loved to read like I learned to read at a really really young age and so by the first grade like I was eating up those books my school library had them like had all of them and so every time I went to the library I would like check out a new one or my mom would buy me some of like some of the different girls so I had like so many around me and that's where I just really learned like you said like we got doses of history lessons in school but like this was a more immersive lesson in different eras and different topics and like like for example like molly taught me all about world war ii way before way before that was a thing like i think we started learning about world war ii probably in like the fourth or fifth grade but like by first grade i already knew exactly what it was Mm -hmm. i had like read about like her victory garden and like all these things that they would do like the war efforts and i like went and made a victory garden with my grandma like at her house i like wanted to plant corn. Yeah. And then I also learned like what rationing was like, you know how, like there was that whole section of like for her birthday, like they didn't have enough sugar to make Mm -hmm. her birthday cake that facilitated like so much conversation with my grandma because she was Molly's age or maybe a little bit younger during world war II. And I could like fact check all these things with her. And like, that's where I would continue conversation about whatever topic I was reading about. 
Same with Sam. Samantha's history, like the 1900s is like turn of the century is a period of time, Edwardian period. What that like, or Victorian, I guess she was Victorian. You were right the first time. You were right the Ed- first time. Yep. See? Edwardian. But like, we don't really study that. And you're definitely not going to study that as a kid, right? Like you're not going to really like know about that era. I just think they were really incredible and important tools to teach our generation a little bit more in depth than like our schools were teaching us for Definitely, sure. 100%. And I mean, I, I did learn about the Civil War, but I specifically remember reading Addie's books and getting a way bigger picture of mm-hmm. that whole, you know, time in yeah. America. I do want to mention, because we were talking about her, Molly is my fave. She is my favorite American girl. Josefina is my first, her. but... Molly, I have the coolest connection with because my grandpa also came up in that time. And I remember Molly being the one that my grandpa, he wasn't so much into it as my grandma was. But I remember when I got Molly, he, my grandpa, read me all the Molly books. And my grandma loved Kirsten because she Mm -hmm. was also an immigrant. Mm -hmm. Um, But my grandpa loved Molly. So I have special times with that. And then like Samantha too, dude, like her friend was an orphan who was literally working in factories and Loki, like That's some right. Nelly. Some, yeah. And Samantha get, it's so funny because, you know, Samantha has a, a rich girl stigma <laughs> rich, on her rich bitch reputation. Yes. But the thing is, she's literally not like Molly's more of a brat than Samantha. Is. So I just, I just <laughs> revisited all these books. So I know all about what's going on. And so Samantha actually has a really good, she, her grand, her parents die. When she's very young. Oh, and so right. her grandma raises her and her grandma happens to be a wealthy person, but they teach Samantha the value of money and friendship. She low-key like saves her friend from being put from back drowning. into a factory. Oh. That too, that too. <laughs> <laughs> she does a lot. Samantha yeah. is way, way cooler than... Um, she gets credit with- for her. Yes. And I have to tell you that like her book series is my second favorite. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, that was the first like full cover to cover every book. I read all of them from Samantha for sure. Yes. So I don't know how closely you still follow American Girl. I know it's super viral right now because of those, mm-hmm. you know, Loving, memes yeah. accounts. I love them having a renaissance. Yes. It's amazing. But I don't know if you know this, but American Girl has kind of had a historical character decline. Like, I think if you're not familiar with the way it is now, if you went onto their website, you would be very shocked. First of all, half of our girls, they don't even make anymore. And so they're just like re-releasing them as time goes. Hopefully they get through all of them. But like, I just talked to this guy from TikTok. His name is Seth. He does like the American cooking with American girl. He got all the vintage books and Mm -hmm, he goes through mm -hmm. recipes. He was telling me how he just recently went to the American girl store in Chicago, like the big one. That's the OG. Yeah. And he said like the historical girls have like barely any representation or recognition in the store. And I just, I just think that's really sad because they've moved on to more like, they still do the historical line. And there's a couple of them that are Josefina. They still have and Addie and Samantha, and they just re-released Molly, Hmm. but it's like limited. And I'm sure the other girls are going to get, um, Felicity. They did re-release the entire line, but it was so limited. Wait, okay. So who are you missing? Molly, not in order. Cause I don't remember like their order, but like Kirsten, Felicity, Addie, Sam, Molly. Oh, and Josefina. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Those are the six. Okay. Yeah. And then, and then there was a few after like Kit 
we know her and Kaya, right. but um, mm-hmm. for the most part, they, they're like rotating them out, which is really sad. So why, I mean, to me, I, I don't pay attention to American girl unless it has to do with the girls that I know and grew up with. Like, what do you, what do you think about them declining in that? Like, I, to me, I just feel like it's what made them iconic. So it seems a little disrespectful to me that they would kind of push away from that. What do you think about that? Yeah, I definitely think that that's like, they're, that's like where they come from, right? Like they are American girl dolls because they told the American history over time and represented different girls and women throughout history, which I think is really important. And the other side of American girl, the other dolls that are like the American girl today dolls, they're cute and they're interesting. And it's great because, you know, you could design it to look like you and like, it makes you feel like seen or whatever, but it's also at the same time, it's kind of basic, like, I feel like Very. it's an easy way to like anyone, I don't know, anyone can make a doll. Any company can make a doll like that. I think what set American Girl apart was this historical collection and also like, just like the learning aspect to it and the historical aspect of like keeping these eras and these histories and these like cultures or people or whatever alive in our minds through some kind of storytelling in that way. Because like I said, these eras would have been long forgotten, especially in history books for school age kids. I wouldn't have learned about them otherwise. I I agree 100%. And just to me, the strangest thing is like, we're in our thirties. We, we don't have kids yet, but a lot of people that grew up with these dolls have kids that are the age that we were when we got these dolls. And I just think it's so strange that they wouldn't have you know, I mean, if I was a parent, I wouldn't be looking for this girl in 1994 to buy. I'd be like, where's Molly? Where's Kirsten? Where's Addie? Right. It's just, it's really strange. And they do have some of those still, but I don't know. It's just, it's just been a weird journey to watch American Girl go from like, that is what you're, the whole purpose of the doll was to teach kids history, right? Yeah. And they were so famous. Like, yes. I mean, it was American Girl. It's like, if you mm-hmm. had an American Girl doll. Well, it's funny because like the purpose behind the whole doll line was that the in the age of Barbie, the creator, Pleasant Roland, wanted to create a doll that taught them something. And it's just ironic to me that she ended up selling the company to Mattel, mm-hmm, who mm-hmm. makes Barbie. But, you right. know, it is what it is. I, appreciate, I mean, when the check is big enough. <laughs> I guess. Well, I, I don't look at it like that. That's just I'm like, oh, this is such a bummer. And, you know, the books, they don't even... The books aren't like a thing. They've changed the whole layout of everything. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm going to have to hold on to my books then. Those are collectors now Absolutely. for sure. Absolutely. All right, Trish. So aside from dolls, American Girl has a massive line of merchandise. Did you have any other American Girl books or merch that you can remember? Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, I have to, have to, have to mention the American Girl magazine. Did you ever get that? I didn't. I just got the catalogs. And oh. which by the way... I just want it because you talked about it. They still, I still get them. Oh my gosh. Yeah, the historical one. girls have like two pages. That's annoying because they had so many before. Okay, well, the magazine was like, oh my, it was the, my intro into magazines. They had an American girl, it was called AG Mag, I'm pretty sure, or something like that. And it was, it was like a mini Vogue or like a mini Vanity Fair, but like American girl topics and like things for like preteens and like young girls to learn about, to read about. And it was like, it wasn't specific to the dolls. Like it wasn't about the dolls at all. It was just about like girl culture, American girl culture growing up in the nineties. And 
I loved that. I would always beg for like a subscription, but like I didn't have like a consistent subscription. It would just like on occasion, I'd see it at the store and my mom would let me buy one or whatever. Love those. And the other item that I absolutely love and I think is just like so amazing for young girls and young kids growing up and that I absolutely am going to buy my child when they're of age and when I have one um, is the American Girl book, um, The Care and Keeping of You, the body book for younger girls. That book, it sounds like so weird and so random, but it was like, it was like an illustrated, easy to digest and read and understand book for like young girl. I got it. I think when I was like nine or 10 and it like taught me about my body and like hygiene and like different topics that are like not necessarily comfortable for girls to have with like their parents or like or boys. teachers or boys, of course. Yeah. Or <laughs> boys. But like it talked about things like your period or having a baby, mm-hmm. like the mom being pregnant. And there was like diagrams that like explained what happened. And it was just such a useful tool for me to understand as I'm going from childhood to preteenness. It was a really just like amazing book. I had another one that was like all about um, party planning. (laughs) I swear there was like different types of parties you could throw and how to throw them. So this is like where I get my hosting abilities from. But like one of them was like uh, a movie star party. And so it was like, like play your favorite movies and invite your friends to come for a night and have your friends dress up. And then it gave you like popcorn recipes and candy recipes that you could make for your guests and how to decorate your house with like the movie theater theme. It was really cool. And I don't think I ever threw a party using that book. (laughs) Maybe subconsciously. I I mean, maybe as I got older, for sure. Yeah, definitely. I love like a good like Oscar watching party and that's probably where that came Uh from. But yeah, they just like, there were so many like great books for kids coming of age kind of thing. Very that. And just imagination, even with the historical. Imagination. The historical shit. It was very like, use your imagination to like really feel like you're in this and just so many different types of books. How Okay, a little trivia. How many American Girl Doll books do you think have been sold? Oh my gosh. I'm going to go big and say a million. Babe, 157 million American Girl Doll books have been sold. Oh my gosh. Wait, I want to know where, oh my God. And on my bucket list, still never done it. Don't know when I'm going to do it, but would love to do it. Let's go to American Girl Place. Oh my God, me too. I can't believe I haven't been there. It's absolutely ridiculous that I haven't, I, I would do that just for a trip. Like I, why I haven't, I have no idea. And I would I buy, know. I would buy one of the new girls just because I was there. Oh my gosh. I like wanted to go so bad. I remember when they launched that and it was like in the magazine or in the like catalog and you could see like the activities and all the things you could do there. And I've never even actually been to an American girl doll store. Can you believe that? Like what? I know because like once the store started becoming like, like started multiplying, I was like already out of the age. That's yeah. Mm -hmm. So I I mean, I, I fortunately, you know, I just have always been, (laughs) (laughs) always, but I, I almost cried when, so they're, you know, it's just kind of like the, I don't know if you know this, the Disney stores are all closed. Like it's all online and American girl is swinging towards that way. I think they'll probably keep 
that main store. They had one in Denver for a very long time and it ended up closing. And I'm just so sad because now I'm an adult and I have money and like I would live to go to the American Girl store, but we're going to have to go, Trish. I mean, we have to. It's like the culmination. My bachelorette party, if I ever get married, that's what I want. At the American Girl place. (laughs) I want to have dinner. I want to have lunch with my doll. Honestly, I'm probably not the first gay person who's been like, I'm sure they get, I'm sure they get some calls like, hi, I want to have my bachelor party. Can we rent it out at night? That would be so cute though. That would be really fun. Okay. Wait, I have a question for you. Uh Uh-huh. If Paris Hilton had an American girl doll, which one would she have? Historicals only. Samantha. I would say like Felicity or Did you know that Just, Britney's had Felicity? She did. She did. It's okay. You know her when she first came out and she did that really um risque Rolling Stone cover? Mm-hmm. Like with the Teletubby? Yeah. Yeah. So those American girl. Uh well, so those photos are actually taken in her childhood bedroom. Oh, and if weird. you look at one of the shots where she's standing, she has, she collects dolls mm-hmm. and you can see at the very top, she had Felicity and she, her hair is out and she's in like some other outfit, but I know my American girls, right? Yeah. I have, I have evidence that she had Felicity, but oh I, I, think, I think Paris Hilton would get Samantha. Are you kidding? I don't know. And I really hear like having like Felicity or Jason or something. Maybe. <laughs> I feel like Paris Hilton is like Swedish, isn't she? Like culturally or something? Maybe that's where like she comes from, but I don't know. I'm saying like I feel like her like grandparents or like great grandparents were like from that Maybe, part. maybe she'll hear this and be like, uh yeah, I had Kirsten. Kirsten. Like, oh, you are a Samantha girl. Don't even get it twisted. But you know what? Like I said, Samantha gets a bad rap. She's actually pretty cool. I was telling you about Seth, the the cookbook guy, Holly Madsen actually follows him on TikTok. Okay, and he was, iconic. He was telling me how she, the most requested one is obviously Samantha and he's going through it chronologically. Mm-hmm. So he just hasn't got there. And he was like, yeah, Holly Madison comments sometimes. And it's like, when are you going to do Samantha? And oh I'm my like, gosh, of course. so cute. Of course. But cute. that's no shade. Holly I Madsen's love cool. Holly yeah. Madison on TikTok. Her TikTok persona and vibe is so cute. And she's such a Maryland fan. Oh, I believe it. She has like, she like bought like a lot of her clothes at auction. So she has like original, a lot of original pieces. Yeah. Hope she's taking care of them better than some other people. (laughs) She definitely is. She definitely is. And she like, well, she like wore them for like certain shoots and stuff when she was the Playboy Bunny. She's cool. I like her. Um, so Trish, thank you. I mean, I was Thanks so excited to me, do Trish. this. Yes, this I we we guys, we could talk for hours. We could talk about Spice Girls. Oh we my could gosh. talk about bring me on for a spice segment. Just oh my minute, god, ten minute spice segment. Please. Just like ten minutes with Trish. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, can you just tell me how to fucking watch Spice World? I'm like dying to show it to Matt, and I just can't figure okay. out. Okay, you know what? It's gonna come out soon because you know the 25th anniversary. They're they're. Uh, they're already pushing it on their social media. So it's going to come out again. You'll be able to get it soon. Thank uh, God. Because when you told me that, I was like, yes, Trish, Spice World is somewhere. But you you, you were not lying. No, it's I, so I hard couldn't to find. find it. I even looked on Reddit and everyone on Reddit is like, I can't find it anywhere. Like, how can I download it? 
and I'm sure there are like some streaming stuff, but it's it, uh, the like, only thing I found is Voodoo, and I don't have Voodoo, but like it's not on Amazon. It's not you can't stream it anywhere except it will be soon. Voodoo. We gotta do maybe we'll, maybe I'll do like a bonus like a little bonus episode and we can watch Spice World oh. because I bet you it's going to have it's the 25th anniversary they go big so I bet you it's going to be so. like extended extra scenes everything Trish thank you really quickly just remind everyone listening where they can find you on social media Thanks Trish for having me on Yes you can find me at Mosfino please on Instagram on TikTok if you are interested in subscribing to my newsletter you can find me on Substack, also at Mosfino Please, the newsletter. And if you want to listen to Mosfino Please, the podcast, you can find me on Spotify. Yes. And Trish, thank you. We will, I mean, I'll call you tomorrow. <laughs> Thanks, Trish. Yes. All right. Thank you. Bye. All right, guys. So that was my discussion with my friend Andrea. Again, please go check out her stuff. Follow her on social media. She is amazing. And look out for some more bonus content coming in the next couple of weeks. I've got a few things up my sleeve for you guys while I'm working on season two. And follow my Instagram, Britney Spears Custom Dolls and Iconic Dollcast for more updates and release dates. And I'll see you guys soon. Thank <laughs> you.